Podcast presented by CDE Light Band. Each week we take you around Austin, the Athletics Department, and occasionally the OVC. Thanks to our good friends at CDE. Thank you to our friends at CDE. I am Colby Wilson. He is Casey Kruger. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin B podcast among 18 to 34-year-olds in the coastal region of Tibet. Did everybody get it? Who's going to get it? Great, because Casey sure didn't. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Well, a little bad. Got got some end-of-the-season blues, you know. Uh, basketball, for all intents and purposes, especially with coronavirus uh, rapidly dwindling any postseasons, um, ended last week. And it's it's very odd to have had your life basically written out for you for four months, and then you get up one day and it's like, all right, you don't have to do any of that for a few months. And, yeah, and you get up and go, there. wait, no, I had notes. There were things. There was time now. What do, what do I do with my time? Yeah. Well, I mean, you throw it into other stuff like podcasts, obviously. The best one. The, the very best one, especially among 18 to 34-year-olds in the coastal region of Tibet. I hear we're, we're slightly beaten out. No, we're not slightly beaten. We're blowing out running with the racers in that, that demographic. I mean, just, just whipping the fire out of them. They hate the racers over there. Truly, truly. They cannot stand them. Um... In other news about me, because this is going to be an all-me podcast, and I just apologize to everybody Yeah, everybody, everybody loves you. Yeah. Uh, I have a house again on Friday, so that'll be fun and neat and different. You won't hear, you won't hear me crying about uh, sleeping uh, five, three people, two dogs, to two beds in one tiny 500-square-foot apartment anymore after Friday. So you got that going for you. Well, great. That's great for us. Which is nice. But for the reason we're all here, Austin P. And Austin P. Basketball, the watch has ended for the 2020 Governors. The Ghosts fell in the OVC Tournament semis for the third straight year, this time at the hands of our rival Murray State. Terry Taylor earned all tournament honors. He averaged 27-14 and 14 for the tournament. <laughs> I, I voted him MVP, and if anybody uh, has some disagreements with that, you just look... All, all five people on that all-tournament team um, played two games apiece because the Racers and Bruins played semis and finals. The Ghosts played quarters and semis. Terry's stats trump all by a pretty significant amount. If you'd like to argue, please come on the podcast, and we will throw hands. Yes, you will You will feel free to, to catch these fists with your face. Uh, Tuesday, he was also named to the U.S. Basketball Writers Association All-District Team. That is not for the faint of heart. Like, the NABC is basically the all-OVC teams regurgitated for a second time. Uh, USBWA, he's the only mid-major in this district uh, to be named uh, USBWA All-District. Who else is on that team? Um, Jordan Nora of Louisville. Uh, AAC, AAC Player of the Year down there in Memphis. 
Uh, no, none of the Memphis dudes made it, actually. Uh, Nora from Louisville, a couple Kentucky guys. Quickly was the uh, – He's uh, SEC player of the year. He was understand. region player of the – or district player of the year. Um, um, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards made it. A couple Bama guys. Uh, oh, what's the guy's name for Auburn I'm drawing a blank on right now? Yeah, the really good one. I know you're talking about the good one, the one that's good at the basketball. Yeah, that 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 one who's good at the basketball, which he was on there too. Uh, But yeah, uh, not not a bad little not a bad little honor there for Terry. Jordan Adams had some back soreness that really hampered him in both games at the OBC tournament. Although he gutted it out with a career high seven assists against EIU, man, I will give Jordan a ton of credit because there was a point during media timeout during the belt or the Murray State game where he was sitting on the bench and shaking. It hurt so much to just do anything, and he gave it everything he had in pursuit of a championship. Pretty much everybody's back next year. So uh, this this interim here where uh, we're not playing and other people are getting to play, that part sucks. But uh, next year is going to be pretty, pretty good. On the women's side, the Govs season came to an end in the first round of the OVC tournament when they dropped a 76-73 overtime thriller against Belmont. Uh, it was one of the best games all year. Comebacks, leads, shots at the buzzer, all kinds of stuff. Ari led the way with 20 points and 7 rebounds in her final game as an Austin P. Governor. Myla Floor scored a season-high 14 points, and then Nyjah Crawford and, Crawford and Ella Sawyer each added 10 more points. That was a really fun game that... I mean, we talked about it last week. It was like, boy, you know, if it's like it was here, we got a real puncher chance. And if it's like it was there, whew, and it was way more like it was here. It was way more like it was here. That was – sucked to, for that to be the way Ari had to go out because she really tossed him on her back. But uh, what about friend of the podcast, Mile of Floor, yeah, coming just, in hot? She's just been lulling to sleep all season. Then, bam, 14 in the last one. We got we to gotta do a splits of her – Pre and post podcast. Pre podcast before we started hers after Sean Whittinghill departed, and since then numbers. We could even get more in depth here and do like week of podcast and week of no podcast. Ooh. Let me tell you, I bet she's averaging at least double digits on podcast week. I mean, that's that's the sort of hard hitting analysis that you guys come here for. Softball had a big home weekend. The Governor's Classic held at Maynard Stadium at Cheryl Holt Field. Did I get the order right there? I always have trouble. Uh, Govs took down Bradley, Purdue, Fort Wayne, and UMass Lowell to finish 3-2 and two in their first home tournament in quite a while. Govs took the Bradley game in an extra inning walk-off supplied by Brooke Pfefferly. Harley Mullins picked up all three wins, and Bailey Shorter became the 36th player in program history with 100 career hits during the game against the Mastodons. Quality nickname, by the way. Oh, the Mastodons? The Mastodons. It's like, what do people call Bailey Shorter? No, no, I don't no, know. The Mastodons. Great, yeah. great nickname. Yeah, no, that's that's up there. That's, that's, a, that's a top tenner. Mullins went the 10-inning distance against the Braves on her way to pitcher of the week honors. Uh, there's been a whole lot of baseball since we last did this podcast thing. Uh, the Governors played last Wednesday, a midweek, while we were in Evansville. They took on Southern Illinois. Um, Gino Averos and Bobby had each had a pair of hits and RBI and scored a run while Peyton Jula picked up his first Austin P win against the Salukis and the Govs won 4-1. to one. Austin Carter also picked up his second save of the season. That's going to be a trend. Murray State came to town for the weekend series afterwards. If you thought the low-scoring Friday night game was a representation for the rest of the series, boy, you sure were wrong. The Racers beat the Govs 4-1 on Friday as the Governors could only muster one run on a Gino Averos sack fly on to Saturday. 
The Govs got up 4 to nothing early and would lead the whole way, but the Racers made it interesting at times. Skyler Luna had four hits and drove in three. Ty Delancey had three hits. He also scored twice and drove in two. Gino Avera scored three times in the game. Garrett Spain hit his second homer of the se- Second or third? Second. He had a second homer of the season. Third, oh, no, no, he hit his third. His third homer of the season. Noah Miller got his first you know, win as a gov. Attention to detail that really impresses us. So, Noah Miller got his first win as a gov, and then another save for Carter as the govs picked up a twelve to ten win over Murray State. Sunday wasn't great. Murray State scored twenty times on eighteen hits. They won the Sunday game to claim the series two to one. On to the midweek. Last night, the Governors hit the road to take on Lipscomb after falling behind 2-0 in the first, and Alex Hay homer in the second tied the game. But the Govs trailed 4-3 going into the fifth when a two-run homer from Spain, his fourth, and a solo shot from T.J. Foreman put the Govs up 6-4. A title NC double put the Govs back up 7-5 in the seventh, but Lipscomb scored five unanswered in the bottom – or, excuse me, put the Govs up 7-5 in the seventh, but Lipscomb scored five unanswered in the bottom to pick up a 9-7 to win over the Governors. That's a really good Lipscomb team. Beat Alabama and took a series from Ohio State, I believe, already I believe this year. so. They are. So, Lipscomb's uh, usually a good team. This, um, who was the guy? They had that guy get drafted in like the first round a couple years ago, but they were kind of down for a year or two there. No, not anymore. The guy who got drafted in the first round. Uh, he was the outfielder. He was, oh, Gigliotti. Yeah, yeah. the Royals guy. Yeah, that's what I'm talk- talking about. On the links, both the men and the women playing early this week, as it is spring break. Congratulations to all of you. A big second day for Taylor Dedman and Shelby Darnell bumped the Govs into a top three team finish at the Benbow Invitational in Jacksonville. Darnell's sixth place finish, coupled with the top ten for Megan Stamps, gave the Govs a boost to build on after winning the flight team title at the Kiowa Island Classic last week. On the men's side, the men found it going somewhat tougher at the Tiger Invitational presented by Jason Duffner, but Chase Cordy was exemplary in the final round with a 69 wiping out the residual memories of 81s in the first two rounds. Micah Nisley was one second round 82 from posting a really nice week, especially after closing out with a 72 in the final round that included four straight birdies on hole numbers four through seven. On to the tennis. The women haven't played since February 28th, so uh, not, nothing for them. The Govs hit the road to take on uh, the men's team hit the road to take on Tennessee and Knoxville, where they fell to the number 19 Volunteers four to nothing. Thiago Nogueira was on pace for a second singles win this season. After winning the first set, he led in the second set, but the match was called because Tennessee picked up the match win. Ah, uh, boo! Play it out, play it out, play it out. That's what you're there for. You didn't drive all the way to Rocky Top just for four matches. Sure. Come on, come on, guys. Beach Volleyball, 4-0 to open the season at the Central Arkansas Beach Tournament, which is an oxymoron if I ever heard one. Wins against North Alabama, Hendricks Park, and the Host Bears made it as perfect a weekend as you'll find in Conway. The Govs swept Hendricks and Park with Caroline Waite and Eliza D sweeping their way through three of four matches on the weekend. Did you better go look up the Park logo? If you, We talked about it last week. I didn't get any tweets. God, Come on, guys. <laughs> Not as active an audience as perhaps you think. Be more active. Come on. <laughs> We're not doing this for us. We've already seen the logo. <laughs> you are a petulant, whiny child. But hey, so am I. And uh, I guess we'll wrap this up and uh, I'll come back and be on the question answering end of this ordeal in place of what I. It, we'll get into it. You're the it. cast. Yay! Right after this.
Our guest today, um, hmm, where to start with him? Uh, devilishly handsome, uh, humorous, intelligent. Uh, let's stop right there. We this isn't your should. Sh- this isn't your show today, buddy. <laughs> this is uh, this is the PCAST. We're coming live to you today. Uh, turn the tables a little bit. Last week, I was fortunate enough to be part of the PCAST, and when Colby asked me who I wanted to interview this week, I figured, why not him? He's always interrogating all of us, so... T- T-Mont turned the tables on me this week, and I'm honored and frightened, I guess, <laughs> if those if those emotions can be competing with one another. Um, what do you got? What are you, you going to I just thought with? you should feel like what it's like to be sitting in the hot seat and not have any idea what I'm about to throw at you. I guess I do look a little high and mighty. I'll sit back. Oh, let me read off my piece of paper here <laughs> about all the details of your life. Well, so, so I guess this is my comeuppance and I deserve it. So, so here we go. All so right. where are you from? I'm from Cedar Hill, Tennessee. A local. Yes. About 30-ish minutes from here. Interesting. Um, Let's talk first. Let's talk nice first. Let's talk about your son. Yes. Tell me about that process, Jack. Okay. uh, Let's see here. Uh, My wife and I decided we were going to adopt. To set the scene back a little bit further, we decided we were going to adopt within like three weeks of meeting one another. Because we were, we, I don't even remember how we got to talking about it. We just were like, hey, how do you feel about adoption? And she was like, I think it's great. And I want to do it one day. I was like, oh, me too. We didn't realize at the time that that was going to be how we started our family, but uh, through the lack of miracles of modern science and medicine, uh, that became kind of the way forward for us to uh, start having children, I guess, acquiring, stealing. It feels weird to say start (laughs) acquiring children, but... I've always been amazed, though, at people that are willing to adopt. I have have kids and... I don't think it's selfish though it's oh, amazing it's, that you're willing to it's the most selfish thing possible how because like if look yeah we want to give a child a good home our home with us yeah and so what's selfish about that oh it's it just feels very self-serving it feels and especially before the child actually gets there the whole process is what are we going to do how can we make this go us 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 not necessarily with the focus on a child because at the time especially with a newborn the child's just kind of an abstract <laughs> thought like yeah at the end of this we'll get a baby but let's jump through all these hoops first to get there well i am i admire you guys greatly for doing that i don't know that that's something i could have done i know you guys have been through a lot but that's one lucky little kid hopefully, well, hopefully there'll be more to follow we start the we start getting him a brother and or sister in may wow well congratulations eh, maybe all right were you ever an athlete <laughs> Why do you laugh? In the absolute broadest sense of the word, yeah, I was an athlete. When what would have been your sport? Uh, mostly basketball. I kind of gave everything a whirl. Uh, basketball lasted the longest through high school. Okay. Um, how did you trick your wife into marrying you? Oh, good golly. Um, well, I think with the benefit of hindsight and knowing that uh, – what I would become and what she would become. She would ask for a do-over if she <laughs> could, but uh, I don't have a good answer to that. I wake up every day going, boy, this other shoe's going to drop soon. <laughs> uh, uh, eventually, I'm gonna. she's going to wake up and go, you're gone all the time and don't make any money, and I'm pulling all the weight of like parenting and breadwinning. <laughs> See, maybe she's thinking you're gone all the time. That's awesome. House to myself. She hates it. Why oh. do you think we have a kid and two dogs? Uh- <laughs> 
Well, we're very different then. We we just kept we just kept adding more stuff to keep our company while I was gone. Well, I guess there's that. Uh, what's your favorite part of college athletics? Um, it probably would not be necessarily this if it was anywhere else, but I really like our student athletes. Like the only reason I do this is because they're interesting and I want to talk to them and find out more stuff about them. So you think our athletes are pretty cool? I, well, okay, that's probably yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'm, they they're probably not as cool as they all think they are. Question about your fashion sense. Oh boy. Suspenders. Yep. Fashion statement or holding the pants up? Can it be both? Sure. I mean, it's your th- show. Th- it's it's a very recent it's a very recent uh, development. I uh, I had to wear suspenders for a buddy's wedding back in October, and very comfortable for for a fat man whose gut often gets dug into by the uh, the buckle of his belt. You don't have those problems with suspenders. I heard you might be the captain of some army or uh, a sergeant in an army. The uh, brigadier general of the Large Lad Brigade. Okay, well. We, we're good, good always <laughs> accepting recruits. <laughs> good to know. Um, where does your sarcasm come from? You are a very sarcastic human being. It's taken me a few years to figure it out and realize you don't hate me. Nobody um, else in my family's like this. So how did you end up this way? I don't know. I'm broken <laughs> probably would be the best way to put it nobody behaves the way i do if they don't have uh something wrong with them so sometimes i walk past your office and you're hidden behind your computer screen is that because you don't want to talk to anybody walking I by have or terrible you just posture just bad I posture the world's worst posture mm-hmm. i'm i'm going to have back problems before i hit 40 and it's just well what all, you right. Do? all right um most embarrassing moment most embarrassing moment oh either God. personally or professionally Whew, boy um hmm. this one's not necessarily just my moment but i'll share it because it is very it gives you a sense of the kind of screw up i am and the what i should and should not be allowed to do once upon a time when I was a student worker for Brad Kirtley in the Austin Sports Information Office, I was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting all day for some results from a track meet at Tennessee State. And I finally got them, and I wrote my little thing up and sent it to Brad to proof. And I thought it'd be humorous in the little headline of the email to put, ah, TSU blows. Which Kirtley then blasted out to all our media with no editing or subtext, just TSU blows, send, and then had to spend the evening calling around to various uh, media outlets to say that was not an accurate representation of Austin Peay's feelings about Tennessee State, and we sure are sorry about that. So let me ask you this. Brad Kirtley, an amazing human being, did he take the blame, or did he pass the blame to you? He took the heat, but I was definitely in trouble. I I figured. He's that kind of guy. Yes, he is. A great guy. All right, you ready to have a good time? What do you do for fun? Um... Oh, boy. Or do you have fun? I don't know. Sometimes it's hard to tell if you have no, fun. No, I, ha- I have okay. lots of fun. Okay. Nobody, like, this, <laughs> I know I'm angry and mad almost all the time, but nobody <laughs> has a better life than me. Like, I watch children chase a ball for a living. Like, this is ridiculous. Uh, I have fun a lot of times just being here. Like, I sit in midcourt for Division One basketball games and describe what happens. Like, yeah, things go wrong sometimes, but... <laughs> Just a ridiculous job title when you really get down to it. We are kind of spoiled, aren't we? Oh, my gosh. So spoiled. I mean, we're not getting rich anytime soon, but we get to be around really neat people 
experience great moments in athletics. Yes. And just yeah, get paid to. It's fun. It's in. If it stops being fun, I gotta get out of it because it's, it's. It's stupid that we're doing this right now. Like it's ridiculous that you're on the clock and I'm on the clock and we're talking about this <laughs> and we're calling it work today. It's work. I had to think of these questions. You know, they just didn't come to me. Um, how'd you end up at Austin P? I'd never left. Pretty much, I graduated from here in 2010. Um, I followed my then not even fiance to Memphis, where she was in grad school, and I interned in their um, athletic communications office. We got engaged. She moved to Nashville. We got married. I followed her to Nashville. Worked at Lipscomb for a year. That was a culture shock, and then came back here when an opening occurred. So a real go-getter, really getting outside of your comfort zone. <sighs> I yeah, I mean, lift goes way outside my <laughs> comfort zone. You 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 know how I am, how I am. Well, politically correct, not debatable at times. It, it I was a I was a very different brand of tea from what I think most of the Lipscomb people were used to. I think we all understand. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Invisibility seems pretty cool. I can just sort of disappear whenever somebody's coming I don't really want to deal with. <laughs> um, I feel like you do that anyway sneak, when you hide behind your computer sneak screen. Sneak off and, you know, I can call it a day at 3 p.m. and just go home. And if somebody's like, hey, where were you? I was invisible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sure I would get the full good out of invisibility, but it seems like it would have some perks. I'm sure. I want a time machine. Just something I can travel around and not have to drive all the time. Oh, all right. Well, I think you want a helicopter. <laughs> no, not not these. Not after the last helicopter incident. Uh, maybe a jetpack with a, mm. yeah, like a drone, two-person drone maybe. Like Rocket Man. Yeah, there you go. That'd be that'd good. be good. Or like Iron Man. It'd be cool to have some superpowers. Ooh, yeah. Like Iron Man, cool guy. All right. If you were ever invited to join the cast of House Husbands of Clarksville, what on earth is that? <laughs> have you not ever heard of Housewives of anywhere? Like the reality show? I'm shockingly not up oh to date my on reality television. <laughs> well, then we'll just have to move along. I they can, all have I like silly taglines like... Silly taglines? You know, Good like, gosh. I'm, I'm not made of money, but I sure like to spend it. Oh, so stuff my dad said when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, like what would your tagline be? They're closed. Everywhere I ever wanted to go whenever I was a kid, they were always closed. <laughs> Disney World. Hey, can we go to Disney World? They're closed. So that's your out. They're yep. closed. All right, fair enough. Well... Hopefully the housewives don't come to Clarksville because you definitely wouldn't be a great candidate. No, I would not. All right. What is your favorite word? I mean, to start, before I answer the question, since I can't actually say any of the answers that I would say, I think swearing is an art form and that a well-placed swear word can provide depth and scope to a sentence that just isn't there otherwise. Couldn't agree more. But since that's not going to fly, yes. Yes is my favorite word. Yes opens up all the possibilities imaginable. So when you ask us as coaches to do dumb things that we don't want to do and we say yes, that that makes it it's easier. It's the best. For you. Got it. What's your least favorite word? Don't. Why? Because that's just going to encourage me to do it anyway. And I don't want to. I'm already going to have to beg forgiveness and now you're, you're going to make me add the extra layer of, but I told you not to. Don't. Got it. Who or what inspires you? Probably my wife. Which, I'm pretty sure that's podcast history, just because we've never had anybody else say a spouse. Wow. But we'll make sure she hears that part if you're out there listening. She is really 
she's something. Like she well, she has to be to be married to you. Not just that, like she'd be a catch for everybody, but that she purposely elected to slum it with me is really something <laughs> else. And then she keeps our house in order. She keeps everybody in line. Me, Jack, dogs, the whole and she she does that with such a such a happy demeanor that you wouldn't think would play well off of me, but man, sure does. Do you listen to country music? Mm, yeah, I mean, in, in so much as I listen to music, country's usually one of them. Have you ever heard that song? Um, I think it's You Name the Kids and I'll Name the Dogs. <laughs> I think it's fairly new. Have you heard that song? Uh-uh. So who named those people at your house? Pe- Peanut was a uh, Peanut was a choice. P-A-Y-N-U-T. Yeah, that just kind of yeah. fit. Linus, our littler dog, we got him at Christmas, and we have a lot of Charlie Brown Christmas decorations, and I was watching TV and looking at our Christmas tree that had some little Linus from Charlie Brown characters on I was like, oh, you, you look like a Linus. <laughs> and then Jack was a conglomeration of her uncle who passed away from cancer, and his middle name's Perry, which is a uh, friend of ours who... Uh, passed away tragically while still young so we just uh it's kind of morbid i guess when you get right down to it but also it's kind of a way to keep their memories alive a little bit that's awesome uh what's the last book you read for fun i am presently reading how to hide an empire by daniel emerwar more power to you what's your worst habit <sighs> probably swearing <laughs> <laughs> what app on your phone gets the most use twitter you are a tweeter um, what's the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? You know, this was a weird experience for me because I knew ahead of time what those questions were going to be and then the stuff you asked. On also the unfair. Yeah, but on the front end, I didn't know what any of it That's was. True. So it was I completely reversed from how this usually goes. Um, gosh, most terrifying situation. Th- I've said that to say, man, I, I should have thought of that. Um, hmm. You must have had it pretty easy if you're not terrified. You didn't have any terrifying moments. I think there were things that were terrifying at the time that no longer are very scary. Ah, uh, well, no. Uh, there is about a 10-day period there two years ago where we thought our son was going to be taken from us. That was terrifying. That was terrifying in a sense of there was no way to, there wasn't anything to do about it. You just kind of wait and hope and pray that something would shake out in your favor. Thank God it did. But that that was a helpless sort of terrifying. Yeah, I can't even imagine. That would be tough. Well, then what's your idea of happiness? Um, a sleeping baby, sleeping dogs, a good book, and a glass of scotch. What's your idea of misery? Just getting up and going someplace every day that I just didn't care about. Like... There are days when I love it here, and there are days when I'm like, this place is horrible. And there's never a day where I'm like, I can take it or leave it. And I'm good. I'm great with that. I can, the, the great days outweigh the terrible days by a pretty considerable margin. And there are no days where I'm just like punching a clock for eight hours and going home. Got it. What makes you self-conscious? I mean, the pot belly and man boobs really don't help a lot. <laughs> well, okay. Um, how would you prefer to die? 
uh, I subscribe to my father's uh, views on this. I want to live to be 95 and get shot by a jealous husband. That's one way to go. Um, if you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as and why? I mean, it's a stock answer, but dog. dog it, <laughs> every, every, everybody who said dogs have the best life, you're right. They do. Um, what might prompt you to lie? <laughs> My whole job's predicated on lying. <laughs> uh, honestly, just if I think I can get away with it. What makes you hopeful? That it's going to work out. No matter what it is, like, I know everything seems horrible right now. And it kind of is a little bit. Um, but it's no- nothing is permanent. Everything, good, bad, or otherwise, is temporary. And if you have the willpower to see through the bad times, I think it makes the good times that much more enjoyable. Are you afraid of the coronavirus? Nah. Do you think we're blowing this out of proportion? Or is the media spot on with how we're handling this? Uh, I mean, it's kind of... It's the flu. You should the glorified flu. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's killing people at a fairly alarming rate, and yet at the same time, a lot of things kill people. Got it. What's your purpose in life? I don't know. <laughs> I keep hearing all every week. I ask that question, and every week somebody gives me a different answer. And every week I think, oh, man, that's great. I ought to <laughs> adopt that one. I don't know. I'm 32 years old, and I feel pretty. I'm going to keep doing this until I don't see the point or until something better comes along and I don't foresee that happening. So I'm just going to keep on keeping on. Fair enough. Um, Why do you do what you do? I do what I do because I'm not qualified to do anything else. (laughs) That's my answer. That's what I say. I've I've never worked in a capacity that's not either manual labor or college athletics and manual labor ain't it so college athletics is the yeah. your fallback uh, absolutely what would you ask the next guest that's on the show who's the most attractive human being you've ever seen in person Fair enough. Are you trying to get people fired or divorced? What are you, where are you curiosity. going with that? Well, okay. That's a good one. Well, we spent some time with our, our favorite sports info guy, and he <laughs> takes much pride, I think, in torturing a lot of us with his questions and his constant um, requests to do interviews and that kind of stuff. I got to say, everybody's like, oh, man, that was hard. This was easy. The hard part sitting at home in the middle of the night going, what am I going to ask this person this week? <laughs> this was I mean, there were a bunch of times where I stammered over myself, but that's because that's how I talked. But, no, this was great. I could, I mean, I probably would not answer the exact same questions every week. But <laughs> Well, I just want you to know that we appreciate you here at Austin P. And, and as sometimes you are sarcastic and seem grumpy, I know deep down, like the Grinch, there's a heart down there inside. And we appreciate your work. And I love it here. I love all you people. Eh, I don't want to say all you people. That's I love the, most of you that's people. That's a broad statement, yeah. all of us. Yeah. I love most of you people. Yeah. You're, you're, you're almost all, 79-ish percent of you are great human beings. So when you're back in my seat, who's your next victim? Max Remy. Max Remy. I can only imagine what Max Remy will have to say. I have no earthly idea, and I can't wait. Uh, good luck. Thanks for hanging out with me.
So that was the thing that uh, happened, I guess, thank, thanks to me. Thanks I don't to you. Know. Good work, buddy. Shut up. That was... It sure gives me an appreciation for the people who sit across from me and have to answer my questions every week. I will say that. Um, getting back to things that aren't completely ridiculous. By the time you hear this, it's quite likely that softball's homestand is finished. We'll see Anna in town for two on Wednesday. And uh, training pretty hard when we walked in here on Wednesday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was raining a wee bit. It was raining a wee bit. Then it's off to Birmingham where the Gus will face North Alabama and Samford this weekend in the Bulldogs' home event. Harley Mullins, OVC pitcher of the week, will look to hopefully help the Gus get back to 500 on the season in the final week of non-conference play. While we record this, the baseball team might be down there on the field taking BP for a game against Western Illinois, but it, like we said, it, it's raining, so possibly not. There could be a tarp on the field. Anyway, I didn't see people when we walked this way. Okay, well, anyway, this weekend, the Govs are going to hit the road for a three-game set in Cookville against Tennessee Tech. Uh, Tech started OVC play 0-3 after getting swept on the road last weekend at SIUE. As of now, Tech is 3-11 on the season and on an 11-game losing streak. They opened the season with a three-game sweep of Evansville. Haven't won since then. One well and truly hates to see it. Yeah, you really do hate to see it, uh, especially for a team that was in a super at Ole Miss with a chance to win at like what two years ago yep oh it's just the worst doggone uh, it Tech's gonna play Lipscomb Wednesday before the Gus come to town um I, I, I'll put money on that streak being at a dozen I mean maybe maybe Lipscomb used all their bullets taking down the Govs last night maybe they did maybe maybe, maybe Tech's gonna pull one out maybe they did You'd Back in the sand that. go the Govs this week in Boca Raton for the Borough Beach Bash. UNC Wilmington, Weber International, Florida Atlantic, and Florida Gulf Coast are on the docket for the Govs who bring OVC Beach Pair of the Week, Eliza Dees, and Caroline Waite into the field. Dees and Waite are the first duo in APSU history to earn the league's top weekly honor. Where's Weber International? I assume it's in Chris Weber's backyard. That's a better guess than I thought. Yeah. All right. Um, on to tennis. Nothing in store for the women this week. They kick off OVC play next week on the 20th against Jacksonville State. The men are going to wrap up their non-conference schedule with a trip to Evansville to take on the Screaming Eagles of Southern Indiana. Then they're going to kick off OVC play the same day as the women. Tuesday was supposed to be the OVC opener for both teams, but because of tornado damage in Nashville, Tennessee State couldn't host the matches this week, so they have been rescheduled for March 24th and will be played right here in Clarksville. Yeah. Uh, what are they – they're using the the tech ten, or the Tennessee State tennis I believe as, they're using it as tornado relief for people, but it could also be damage. I've never got a clear clear answer from anybody. Well, if it's relief, that's a much better use of it than playing tennis. And if it's damage, hopefully it'll get put back together right. quickly. Either way. Uh, as per usual, Haley Meyer for your community service opportunities. Uh, Mana Cafe, First Christian Church. There is a senior seminar the Monday everyone gets back from spring break at the UC business casual dress which i learned last year means different things to different people self-included what did you wear last year uh i wore what i usually wear with a nice well nice is a, probably a relative term 
uh, jacket, and I was, I felt snazzy. Because you wore is, a jacket? Yeah, which what, is not a feeling I'm khaki, supposed to have. Khakis, polos, and tennis shoes? The, there was a whole lot of that. Well, I believe, I believe your boy Remdog could uh, could tell you. I'm pretty sure he wore his team-issued polo and khakis. Hey, but that's why you had the seminar. That is why we have the seminar. Advising is also starting soon, so enjoy the end of your break as decisions are coming about your futures. Not, boy, that got dark in a hurry. Um, it's not as serious <laughs> as all that. <laughs> it's uh, it's like in Hercules. It's just picking some, some classes. What is it in Hercules? They're sitting there with the strings, cutting them at the. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the decisions that were being made. No, uh, no, not quite. Uh, yeah, just just come back and pick some classes, and uh, yeah, boy, that. Uh, Took a hard ride on topical there. Get in touch and stay in touch via the web and social media. Casey, uh, how do people do that? You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P, or you can follow along on our official Facebook account called Austin P. Governor. Shout out to our friends Eric and Robin in digital media for all the digital media content they provide us. Let's go P.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey, Cody Bush, and myself over there. Uh, boy, if you missed anything basketball-wise, there was a lot whole lot the, just just uh, i i'm almost frightened to tally up how many words i wrote about basketball this year because the answer's got to be over a quarter of a million you ever done that no oh, no okay. yeah i think i think it would frighten me i probably would does that count notes i think it would have to uh, no because you don't you know some things can go a while without being touched in the notes so it'd just be previews recaps yeah and i features. pull and i pull a lot of that stuff out of my notes anyway so it all out yeah it'd be fun Let's not do it. Let's not. I I think it'd make me sad at the end of the day. Ticket? Where, where were we? <laughs> we're going to talk about some tickets, I guess. Yeah, let's. Baseball's in full swing and football season passes are on the horizon. Don't miss a minute with the defending OVC champs next fall. To get your tickets, you should get in contact with our ticket gurus, Katie Locke and her assistant, Johnny Tesh. They have all the information you can use to get in the game. Is that not how you say it? T E S H Tesh. No, no, I've just never heard John Tesh called Johnny before. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. His name's Johnny. I didn't. <laughs> no, that's no, a fun. We're going to get a cease and desist from Mr. Tesh's lawyers, I have a feeling. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating review on the podcast, five stars, five stars. And if you'd like to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out. Ask why T-Mot gets all the tough stuff in case he does squat. Tweet us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Craig19. Love yourselves. Love each other. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time, sooner or later gotta cut you down, sooner or later gotta cut you down, go tell that long tongue liar, go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna...